everybody, welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indie podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll of valleyindy.org. We cover, or I cover, uh, Derby, Seymour, and what's the other, and Sonia, with the help of uh, Gene Fabel-Sosnovich, a freelance writer. So joining me for this episode is the chief of the Derby Fire Department, Mr. David Leonard. Hello, David. Hello, Eugene. How are you? Pretty good. Thanks so much for taking a couple of minutes here. So we're talking about, or I want to talk about, the last week or so in terms of uh, Derby Fire Department organizing a, a COVID-19 home test kit distribution event uh, up at the middle school, high school campus. But I guess before I ask that, the question everyone keeps asking on social media, and I'm sure you're getting inquiries all the time, do you have any idea at this point when the next uh, event will take place? Uh, unfortunately, at this time, we do not. And that could come, don't you don't even know, know when. Sure. Yeah, we don't even know, you know, they, they're, you know, and I'm actually getting my news from you guys, the media, uh, that there is supposed to be another round, but we have no knowledge of it officially at this time. Okay, yeah, the, the Lamont, uh, Governor Lamont had a press conference today, and during that press conference, and I should note we're recording this on uh, Tuesday, January 4th, the state basically said uh, after uh, a giant misstep, uh, during which the state announced these masks were on their way and the deal fell through. Now it's sort of gearing up. and They gave out 600,000 masks. I'm sorry, not masks, COVID test kits over the weekend, and now more are coming. But I, I, I wanted to ask you, Chief Leonard, I don't know. I, I don't know. I get the sense that people are on edge with COVID because, I, I, you know, the rates are up. Uh, the kids have gone back to school. The... Uh, and then there's, there, there's posts online uh, yesterday, and Sonia did their event, and there, were, there was this whole thread where people were kind of going after the government because too many people showed up to get them, and there wasn't enough supply. So I wanted to get an idea, as someone who was behind the scenes, and from what I understand, sort of had this hoisted upon you. It's not like you said, hey, uh, I'll, I'll take this. This is what I get paid for, uh, City of Derby. Uh, but how did it come about? You were supposed to have the first event New Year's Eve, uh, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, so we received a call on, on uh, the Monday, the twenty seventh, later in the afternoon. That there was going to be a you know a statewide conference call for emergency service officials to discuss the uh, possible distribution of test kits. Uh, one of my you know hats is I assist Mark Newendorf, our emergency management director at Derby, and we on that call learned that the state had you know kits ready for distribution. Our original number of kits was. 1,200 and I think 20, uh, I might be off a few, but it was 1,220 kits that we were supposed to get. Uh, we were, you know, again, we were notified by the, the governor's office and via the conference call that they wanted them distributed before the 4th uh, of July. Woo, wishful thinking, mm -hmm. before the, uh, the New Year's Eve holiday. So, you know, conferring with Mark and uh, myself and the, the other city players, we came up with the idea of, of doing it on the day of New Year's Eve just because we figured that, uh, you know, New Year's was a holiday. Uh, we, we figured it would be the best way to get as many people there as possible, plus giving them out right before the holiday was kind of the marching orders we were given from the state. Uh, little did we know at that time, you know, we announced that uh, 
we were going to give them out. I lined up members from the fire department uh, to come assist and hand them out. And obviously all that was done without us having the knowledge that they weren't even in the state. And as the time got closer about, you know, Wednesday night, they were supposed to be here. Then it was, they were going to be delayed. So Thursday they were going to be here. So we, you know, we did to try to hold off on canceling the event, uh, you know, because we didn't know when they were coming in. We were afraid that, you know, well, what if we say Thursday, you know, uh, afternoon that we're going to cancel it. And then they call us and say, okay, the kids are in, come get them. You're good to go. So we made the decision. Uh, we made a drop dead time. Mark and uh, I about f- four o'clock Thursday. If we hadn't heard anything, we were going to cancel the event Friday, uh, which by then, obviously we didn't hear anything. So we did cancel the Friday, the 31st event. Uh, I did put a placeholder in. So for the members of the fire department that were helping, we, we, you know, said, look, thank you very much for the members who volunteered to help with the distribution of that. However, due to the fact that the kits aren't here, we're going to, you know, uh, cancel the event. I said, however, we're, you know, keep your ears open for a Saturday or Sunday in case the kids came in. So mm-hmm. I, I had about 20 members of the department, uh, kind of on standby, uh, you know, ready to go in case they came in. And then around, uh, Saturday evening, we got a notification that they were in and, uh, Saturday, Sunday morning, we got notified that our allotment was ready to be picked up. Uh, at that time too, we also, it, there was a little bit of confusion because originally we were told we were getting the roughly 1200 kits. Uh, and then we were told we were getting, you know, half of that. And then we were told we were getting more. It was just kind of a, a little bit all over the place, uh, uh, you know, Mark Neuendorf and I, we actually decided to hold the event. You know, Mark was getting in his car to drive to uh, New Britain to pick them up. And then it was decided. So yeah, and, and the, I just want to ask one thing, David. Morning. Yep. And maybe this is important for people because I don't know if everyone everyone realizes yep. this. I, th- this is a volunteer fire department. This is a volunteer position that you have Correct. in the city of Durban. And Mark Neuendorf, same? Yes, same thing. Yes, the uh, emergency management director is volunteer. So, you know, Mark had to, you know, take his pickup truck and drive up to New Britain and pick these kids up. And then uh, while Mark was doing that, I was getting ready to, to, to set things up at the parking lot of the high school. Uh, we chose the high school because we thought it'd be the, the, you know, best location we could control, you know, Nutmeg Avenue, make it one way, have one way in, one way out. Plus the, the large area up there gave us the ability to, to bring a lot of vehicles in. Uh, and that was kind of our, our plan. Uh, I get, I believe we announced the event like around 10 30, 11 o'clock that morning. Uh, Mark went and picked up the kits. I met him at city hall. We had to open all the boxes, break down all the pallets, uh, get them ready and then go up to uh, the high school with a bunch of members of the fire department and actually set up the site with the, the cones and the barriers. Uh, to my surprise, I got there around noon and I shouldn't say to my surprise, like we did expect people to get there early. And there was probably about 15 to 20 vehicles already waiting uh, for the, you know, starting to line up. So and, and uh, then quickly you, so assembled. You, so you, you, you get them, Mark picks them up on Sunday and you decide to have the event uh, on Sunday. What was the thinking of, of having the turnaround so quick? Um, basically, we, if we, you know, we were moving, it was a weekend. And then if we just wanted to do it Monday or the rest of the week, we were going to be interfering with school. Okay, so this sounded like the, you know, the, we, yeah. you're mobilized, was, uh, you have the man or man, people power, let's just right. let's we do this. We had the this. members ready to go, and it, we were kind of, 
you know, on standby. And, and again, we made the decision. Mark was driving, uh, you know, up to pick up the kits. And uh, when we decided to do it, so we, we picked them up and brought them back and handed them out, you know, that quickly. And how did it uh, fall to the fire department and emergency management to do this? I don't know if that's been the way in every uh, town. It, I have no idea. Is, yeah, it is. Um, it's an emergency management job. It's one of the things that emergency management, you know, the, the coordination came down through the state uh, Homeland Security Emergency Management Division. And I, I, you know, I really don't know how it fell to the fire department, but we are a force that's incredible at mobilizing a large group of people in a short period of time. Um, you know, there, there really isn't another way in the city to mobilize, you know, that many people that quickly to get them to, to be able to be somewhere to hand something out. And I know, um, so uh, it's, I'm sorry, go ahead, Dave. I interrupted. It's just one of those things, you know, it, it, uh, there's a lot of things that fall in the fire department that people don't know why that falls in the fire department. And even we don't know, but it, it's just, you know, for us, it was, we, we were asked if we could assist and you know, the, the, one of the great things about firefighters is when you give them a task, they, they complete it and they, you know, they, they move through it without complaining, uh, without thought. And again, we, we pulled well over 20 members in, uh, you know, on, on relatively short notice to assist. And, uh, then in terms of publicizing this thing for the general public, since you, you know, same day you get them. So you had hours to publicize this thing. Correct. You, and how'd you, how'd you pull, I know like you had a, I had a text, um, uh, immediately correct. and so, Andrew yes. Backlick at the mayor's office, uh, not that the yeah. Valley Indy is the most read thing, but there wasn't an option to put this in the Connecticut post and New Haven register. Correct. There was no, obviously there was no chance for print. So we just did the social media blitz, you know, Instagram, uh, Facebook, those, those avenues. And then, uh, you know, the Derby community pages that are involved in the Facebook, there's, uh, there's a handful of them, uh, you know, but you, as you know, somebody from, uh, somebody who lives and dies on social media, you know, you could see your, for those of you who don't run Facebook pages at home, you could see, if you will, your analytics. Mm -hmm. And when you put a post out there, you know, you, you're able to, to see and determine how many people viewed that post. And, uh, you know, our post of, we were hosting the event, uh, let's see, you know, it was viewed, you know, on our page, it was viewed over 4,000 times. Okay. Um, you know, so that, that, and that was just our, our Facebook post, you know, that's not Instagram. That's not people sharing it. That's just from our you know, perspective. So, you know, I, I, I wish we had a better system in the city of Derby. We don't, we're playing the cards that were dealt with. Um, you know, so that was the way that we were able to get word out and judging by the overwhelming, you know, amount of people that showed up, uh, obviously word got out that we had them. Yeah. I was going to say there was, uh, obviously it's not like you were sitting around, there was a line, uh, this you ended early. You didn't go the full. Uh, I think you you know your nope. allotment of time, uh, and it's interesting because it's not like you had weeks to even. It's not like the fire departments even had to do something like this before, especially in a situation where the state says, "Here's your test kits. We're going to get you twelve hundred and seven. Oh, but by the way, that's not going to happen. Stay tuned. Sunday morning rolls around. How much did you end up getting? Okay, so the city received nine hundred kits. Uh, which equates to 1,800 tests. So for, for those of you who saw the kits, each kit 
consisted of two tests within the camp. And uh, they were divided up um, amongst the city, but basically the, the largest portion went to the, the, the giveaway that we had up at the high school, which there was 370 kits given away there. The education system in the city took 350. Uh, the fire department, the police department, city hall, public works, um, WPCA, they, you know, the, the city agencies like that, like the fire department got 45 kits, the police department 45 kits, city hall, city workers got 45 kits, and then public works, WPCA, 45 kits. And that allotment, that was under the advisement of the state here. You have to. Correct. Okay. And yep. then who, who specifically decided like the exact number to give to each department? Uh, Mark, you know, Mark and I kind of, they came in a box of 45. Oh, okay. So it just seemed the easiest way to do it was to just give, you know, okay, here's one box uh, when we were unloading the truck. I'm trying to, and as, as you were talking, I was trying to look at the uh, Valley Indy Facebook statistics to see how many I'm, I'm looking yep. real quickly here. I know when I postponed the distribution, Derby's distribution for Friday is postponed. That was uh, 2.8 thousand reach, but I can't find the, uh, the actual. Oh, okay. No, here it is. Okay. Attention Derby. This is on the day of, what'd you give them away? January 2nd? Uh, the, the second or the third, the second. Yes. Sorry. Okay. I, I, I guess I copied and pasted 8.8 8, uh, thousand people. It was actually one of the more red ones. Anyway, so that, that, that's neither here nor there, but I mean, one thing, uh, it, it, to contrast what happened in Derby, it was orderly. There weren't long lines. It was, it was actually, um, there, there were, you know, we were, we, we were blessed with the, the location of the high school. You know, we, um, for those of you who are familiar with the, the nutmeg Ave setup, we use the large parking lot, uh, that's just under the Lily field or between, you know, at the end of the middle school area for where we did the distribution and we set up, uh, four lanes with each lane being prepared to receive five vehicles. And then we had a, one team that would check uh, to make sure that they were residents. And then the other team would hand them out. So at any time in the, the bullpen, if you will, there were 20 vehicles. And then we, you know, we had the rest of Nutmeg Avenue from the Little League field back to Chatfield street to put cars. And then at one point we even made a second lane so that we could double the amount of cars that were on Nutmeg Ave. Um, I know right when the event started, the traffic on Chatfield street made it back to roughly where the old Derby nursing home was, but that okay. didn't, it wasn't like that very long. Okay. Cause I was going to say one thing uh, in Ansonia, they had long lines, but, uh, I should note that Dave is a, a firefighter and so you'll hear, you'll hear scanner in the background, but, uh, no, that, that's fine. They, they did uh, a lot of uh, advanced publicity, uh, you know, which is is good and bad, I guess, as a layman. I don't know anything about distributing stuff, but they had the demand has been so high, but the supply has been so low thus far. Do you have any idea how the state will the state give more advanced notice? Do you think on the next batch is uh, that is that stuff you've communicated no to the state? I, yeah, we have no idea. Um, you know, it's the state. They're gonna. I, I hate to say they're gonna do what they want, but they're gonna do what they want, and. Uh, you know, the biggest feedback we've gotten from people was we just wish there was better communication and, you know, we're, we're communicating the best we can with what we have to, to get the word out. 
that was one thing uh, I have noticed in other towns. And Sonia Code Red, George Temple does like a stand-up routine every time he sends out a specific Code Red branded. I think it, I think the name of the company at one point was Code Red. Seymour <clears throat> might have something slightly different, but Derby doesn't use that sort of robocall uh, method. I, I think it had been explored at one point. Do you think that's something that's needed? Oh, absolutely. I, I would love it. Uh, I mean, obviously, we, we don't have a system like that in Derby. And as you mentioned, I know at one time the city did look into purchasing something like that. But they, uh, I, I don't know where it went. It was not, it was not my project. So... Yeah, and as a reporter, I should remember, but I honestly don't. Uh, it's just like yeah. in the cobwebs of my brain somewhere. But maybe that's something that'll that'll come back up because obviously this demonstrates. Uh, I mean, you know, there was a turnout. You got everything, uh, you know, off the uh, off the table there. But I guess there is a need for a code red in Derby. It's hard to it's hard to deny that that code red system. Some type of way to uh, to tell people because it's so it's just so hard to get information out uh, in any way. We, in we do have the ability to do a reverse nine one one. I do know that. I just I don't know, you know, the the gatekeeper or the process um, in my tenure in, in, you know, the fire department, it's not something that we've been given access to or understand, but I do know there is, you know, at least a system, um, you know, the, again, not my decision as to, to how it's out, but yeah, we're obviously know. got out. We, right. Yeah. We, you know, we distributed all of the kits. So I, I, you know, I feel bad that there are people out there that wanted them that couldn't get them. Uh, but you know, we, we were given, I mean, you know, 370 kits for a city of 13,000 people. Yeah. One thing that the administration Lamont administration said today was basically like, Hey, look, we're never going to provide enough kits for every person in Connecticut. This is meant to be a bridge to when the federal government, I guess they had recently said they're going to start sending home these uh, at-home kits in some manner. I don't know. That's all above my right. my pay grade, but it certainly <laughs> is. Uh, it certainly is challenging. But I guess I just wanted to give people a sense of what had to happen locally because I know right. it, was it was a lot of burden on, on the fast. fire department and it was a lot of burden right. on, on our was, town officials all over the place. Right. It was very, very, you know, fast moving. All the key stakeholders were involved. Myself, uh, Mark, again, Mark from OEM, the, you know, the police chief, the mayor's office, uh, the board of ed, you know, Dr. Conway was, all of us were, you know, there was a lot of emailing back and forth and a lot of, you know, calls with what, you know, how we were going to do it, when we were going to do it. And, and, uh, you know, for the time frame that we had, uh, I think the members, uh, they did a tremendous job and it went very, very smooth. Yeah. Were you surprised that so many people made themselves available in terms of the, of the fire department, the emergency services side, were you surprised that so many made themselves available on such short notice? To I do really this? was. I, you know, I had a, I had a, you know, a, a little bit of uh, parental pride, you know, in the members <laughs> and they, they, they really did. I, I, uh, you know, I, I said to him, I think that was probably one of the more, you know, proud displays of the Derby fire department, how you know, the, the, nowhere in our job description will you find this, uh, you know, handing out kits during a pandemic and, and, you know, in the, in the fire service, it's always kind of what's the next thing. And growing up, you know, I joined the fire service in the, in the mid nineties and it was technical rescue and hazardous materials response. And then 
after September 11th, we focused heavily on terrorism. And then we went into like uh, active shooter and, and mass casualty incidents. And we never saw pandemic. I mean, and, and, you know, for those of you who don't know me, my background, besides being the fire chief, I ran the ambulance corps. And, you know, the ambulance corps has taken a, a bludgeoning with this pandemic. And they, you know, we just never, I, I think we got too arrogant as a, as a, a society that we thought technology would prevent this mm. from happening. And, and, you know, I, I still look back on the first couple phone calls, the first couple meetings we had, uh, you know, which was March of, you know, we're in our third year of this. And it, it just, it, to me, it's just, you know, very surreal. And I'm, I'm just very glad at the, the response from the fire department, from the ambulance corps, from the police department, you know, we, we've done a tremendous job of, and I hate to say, you know, I always joke with the members, I always say there's a big difference between winging it and seeing what happens. And, you know, we're, we're making a lot of this stuff up, you know, as we go based on, you know, what, what we can brainstorm and come up with. Mm-hmm. And fortunately for our little city, we have a lot of very smart people who do this, you know, passionately, uh, they're very well educated in it and, and we're able to get some very good decision makers in the right spots at the right time. All right, chief Leonard, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to me. I really appreciate it. No problem. Anytime. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll talk to you again at the next, uh, the next incident or the next screening of, uh, uh Boba Fett, the new series. Yes. There. We have new Boba Fett coming out. I still haven't seen Spider-Man. Uh, so, you know, I gotta get to that. All right. For hundreds of years, we've brought you the news. For the info, we gave you the clue.